Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Hustlers. I'm your host, Loss. Um, we've got Luke on today. Roll that intro, baby. I gotta stay on my hustle, you know that I'm grinding for sure. I came out right from the bottom, now they see me chasing my goals. Now they see me on the go, now they see me on the road. It's time to hustle, yeah, it's time to grow. I'ma shoot for the stars and we ain't for the gold. Hey, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for jumping on. Privilege, yeah, no worries. Where'd you come in from today? Uh, I'm in down in Britomart, so just down oh, the road, mate. Yeah, not too nice far. And easy. Nah, nice and easy. Where's your um? You got you got a new office, eh? We do. We're about to go into Grays Ave, which is sort of city fringe-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we've done four years without an office. Man. So worked from home for four years. Yeah, it must done. be exciting. Yeah, man. It's um, it's interesting, eh? Because like when COVID hit, you know, everyone was kind of transitioning to how do you work from home and stuff. Yeah. But we were, um, yeah, we've been doing it for so long that it was just normal. So it's interesting, like, even just sitting upstairs before coming on here, like, looking at everyone working together and stuff. I'm like, man, it's so foreign to me now because yeah, I've yeah, kind of, like, yeah. isolated myself a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to find out how to be as productive and efficient with an office yeah, and then getting in a commute and all that sort of stuff again. Do you, um, do you have kids? No, nah, I don't. No, nah, nah. partner? Yeah. Yes. Do, yeah. do you find, like, working from home um, – like the lines sort of get a bit blurry at times like definitely you know? mate like especially when you love what you do because yeah. like I could work all day yeah, um, yeah and yeah, so yeah. trying to be like right the, just because the laptop's there doesn't mean I need to jump on it and I'm you know I'm not the best at it to be fair so uh, yeah I know yeah, what you mean it's yeah. a tricky one yeah um, but I'll make a quick shout out to our sponsor Bout Fitness um, in the Mount you ever heard of them? Nah, but I'm going down there in a few weeks so I'll have to take you for a, yeah take you for a wheel bro let all me right. know actually yeah, um, yeah. it's just like a hit gym bro yeah. Um, it's just like 11 stations and you go around three minutes on each wow. um, good workout bro you're in 40 minutes and you're out and you're, you're blowing big time nice. yeah. uh, but you go and you mention hustlers at the desk you get a zero dollar joining fee and your first week free um, so why not try it out you know, as well go. it's important um, to stay fit too so 100% great sponsor and it must, must uh, I mean you obviously would place a bit of emphasis on it eh? Help yeah keep man you, keep you clear keep your head clear yeah man for sure uh one of the things that i did actually is i got into saunering probably like two years ago all oh, right and i'll probably say like i'm addicted to it now just about um, to the point where when getting an apartment i might has to be close to a sauna oh so yeah, i basically yeah. live above the les mills and <laughs> just about every <laughs> day yeah Have so you done- sometimes i'll do like a bit of mahi in the old sauna just replied a few emails and stuff oh, yeah. um, but i didn't used to i used to that was kind of my like meditational type chill yeah, out yeah. loop time thinking but i get so creative in there yeah and i might sometimes i'll write i might just bash content uh, reply yeah. to emails it's yeah it's interesting eh? like you're in get in different states yeah that's that's interesting yeah. what you what you take your computer in there oh no no just my phone, <laughs> <laughs> just just my phone. Yeah, yeah not the laptop but you can you can blow them up the old iphone ends up kicking back yeah i was like, just gonna say hot. that yeah it must get a bit hot on there yeah um but tell us a bit about yourself, yeah. um, like your background and what you do. And So I'm a, a Danny Vuk boy originally, yep. um, and then sort of made my way up the country. Yep. I used to catch the bus hour, hour every day to school over to Palmy Boys, went to Palmy Boys. Jeez. So that I was like big dog in Danny Vuk, uh, got over to Palmy, started playing soccer there. Um, they're like, all right, you need to juggle this ball a hundred times to make this team. I'm like, what, what do you mean juggle the ball? I'm like, shit, I don't know how to do that. Um, and so it was a bit of a wake up call of like, oh wow, it's a, you know, bigger yeah. world out there as such. Coming from a small town and yeah, studied, oh, so got through, went through schooling there, ended up in, um, Taranaki. Yep. And then, so had an accounting job there. Um, and then just kind of knew that I was in a small town called Halda and I was like, I'm probably, you know, I don't think I was meant to end up here. Yeah. And uh, one day, like, packed it all up and came up to Auckland and started an accounting firm up here yeah. and was chipping away there and just knew, I was like, man, this is, uh, like, I've got more to give than this. Um, and I sort of, I had a house back down in Taranaki and I was thinking I might sell that, take the money, go to the UK and do the classic. That's what most, like, accountants and people yeah, do. Right. like, all right, go, oh, yeah, go over yeah. there, get paid better. Um, and then my house didn't sell and so I went through America on a giant bender to be fair um, and then to the Rio Olympics and so that was sort of seven weeks my house didn't sell and I was like okay like I'm just gonna I'll come back and and fight it out at this accounting firm like maybe it's just meant to be yeah and then sat back down I was just like you know I, I can't how long can I do this so, yeah. and I was just watching too many YouTube motivational videos and stuff yeah and, uh, one day I was on the plane down to Palmerston North to see uh, mum and my stepdad and uh, sitting next to a guy and he was asking me about 
claiming back uh, your donation tax credits for your school. So if you pay uh, your kids' school fees, there's usually a donation portion in that. You can claim a third of that back. And most people don't claim it. So there's like a billion dollars of unclaimed donations in New wow. Zealand. Yeah, and, and, he, and it's like the easiest, when you're an accountant, it's like the easiest part of taxes. And he's like, made it so hard. And I'm like, it's not that hard. And he's like, it is. And so kind of got me thinking and I was researching it and I went back to uh, my now business partner who I was working with and I said, mate, um, you know, parents are struggling to claim their school donations back. We should build like a platform where people can come on and mm, fill out their details. Really? get their receipts and we'll file their tax returns and we'll clip the ticket for sort of 15%. And we just thought this thing was just going to go like through the roof. Yeah. Uh, but turns out that like people, parents, they didn't, it's not that they didn't, that it was too hard. They just didn't know they could do it. So they yeah. were, we were doing education and social media content and stuff and they were like, oh, sweet. And they knew how to do it and then they just did yeah, it. Yeah, often went and did it on their own. So we we're kind of left with like the my food bag type parents who were like, okay, you know, this will save me time. You guys just do it. Yeah, yeah. So it was very evident like this isn't going to be a scalable, like long lasting business. Yeah. Uh, and the IRD sort of said, hey, look, you know, that's we're probably, if it is successful, uh, we're going to put some money into making our process better as well. Yeah. And so uh, my now business partner and I, we were like, what are we going to do next? And so yeah. that's one of our things we always talk about with Next Advisory is hashtag what's next. So it's always asking business owners. Yeah. So for us, it was, okay, what do we want to do? And so we basically started with a blank canvas, um, jumped in a plane, went to Fiji, had a few Fiji gold, sat down for the week and we're like, right, what, what sort of accounting business and advisory business do we want to build out? <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what we did coming up four years ago now. So we're sort of in, coming into year five. Yeah. So we started with no clients and now have close to about 100 clients. Oh my um, so it's good fun and still still growing and do a lot of accounting, but more sort of like business planning, yeah. uh, quarterly coaching, so keeping people accountable. Uh, it's like having a PT in the yeah. gym, but just for your business. So we've got some cool clients doing some awesome things and just giving them a kick up the ass every now and then. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. And That's then, interesting, man. I didn't realize that you guys um, did, until I obviously talked to Jay, um, account. I didn't even realize you did accounting, but that's yeah. probably one of the biggest parts of your business. So yeah, a big part anyway. Yeah. So yeah, it's um. I mean, it's not like it's not sexy uh, accounting. So, but I could see there's a huge gap in the market because yeah, you know, it's not. It's it's hard to create content, for instance, around yeah. accounting. Um, but I. I'd been pretty deep into social media by the time we kicked that off and I learned yeah. heaps of stuff through School Rebates, which was the donation platform and thought, I reckon we can probably go out there and yeah, win some, win some work through social media. Yeah. Um, so we've probably spent over, I think now probably spent over like a hundred grand on social media ads and, wow. um, yeah. And, and like a lot of accountants and stuff, they laughed at us because they were like, you know, you boys shouldn't be doing this, you know, yeah, business, right. business owners aren't on social media, you boys are wasting your money here and yeah, yeah. now they're kind of like downloading our shit Trying and like, hey, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. what, why are you doing that? What's that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. It's um, It's been fun to sort of watch it unfold. And then my passion project or hobby sort of on the side, we've always been into horse racing, me and some mates. Yeah. And so uh, one of the boys, he we were going to the races on the weekend and he set up a Facebook group before there was a Facebook chat and stuff so that we could type in there and be like, right, this is what I'm backing. This is yeah. my, you know, this is what I think will be winning tomorrow. Um, and so that was five of us in a Facebook group and that's just gone past 20,000 people now. So, so that was 10 years ago that he kicked that off. Um, and so along the way, like it's allowed me to play with social media and yeah. like understand some things better and, you know, built out a bit of an Instagram following and, um, and yeah, we have an event in January called the Karaka Million, which yeah. is a big horse racing event. And it was the one that me and my mates would always go to. And once I moved to Auckland from Taranaki, it was like, should, uh, you know, head along and see if we can, you know, get more people here. Yeah. And so, yeah, we sort of called on the community and was like, right, who wants to come? And started with 75 people four years ago, I think. Um, and yeah, in the January, and then we just had our last event in January, just gone, we had 850 people in the room. <laughs> yeah. So 850 in the room, um, which was maxed out. Like, I think we sold it out, so it was pretty cool. I thought we could probably, probably squeeze a few more in, but there's some sort of fire regulations or yeah, something like right. that. And then what we do as well is you can chuck in, um, you know, 100 bucks or whatever you want, basically, and run like a big betting syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. So in the first year, I just, put together this Google form so people could fill it out, yeah. pay their money in, and we ended up with 58 grand in my bank account <laughs> and turned it into 136K. Oh, um, Jesus, man. Yeah, so that, that kind of kicked that off. And I think 
just the first year was like, you know, we've never really repeated the success of the first year yeah. on the punt, but had like some great times. And yeah, so now there's about 1,300 people usually kick some money in. And we had one year, we had 250 grand to play with. So it's, uh, it's turned into a bit of a beast. Uh, How'd you come up with like, man, that's crazy how you, you, you're getting every, everyone's money together and you're yeah. just like fucking. It is, man, because like, you know, it's there's a lot of trust there. People, cause oh, like, for sure. After the first year, people are like, mate, you've got 136 yeah. grand. Everyone's cash. You should just boost it to Aussie, like jokingly. Yeah, I'm like, mate, yeah. like you know, that's yeah. that ain't gonna go that far, and that's not what I'm about. But um, you also must have had to have a good track record for people to be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna back this guy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think like you know the accounting side of things as well. Like people put a bit of trust in, and whatnot in that. And yeah. like you know, I'm pretty. Um, yeah, I'm pretty bound by some pretty strict rules from being mm. a chartered accountant as well. So mm. like. You know, if I get in any sort of trouble, I have to let them know. And so yeah. you get not only disciplined by the normal laws that we'll all have to adhere to, but they have their own set of rules. So right. you can lose your chartered accountancy. So I have to be like very careful yeah, uh, yeah. what things I do and don't do. And what's been really hard with the whole boys get paid stuff is that because it's gambling, like, you know, it's sort of frowned upon a little bit in New Zealand, but the yeah. law is so outdated and yeah. old and there's no one really knows about it because yeah. you wouldn't encourage your children to grow up and study like gambling law because there's no jobs yeah so when you do start like dicing with the law you get calls from the department of internal affairs and you, you don't even know that exists yeah, and sure. and then yeah. you're like all of a sudden man i'm on a plane like reading a gambling book like the law like is like this oh my god going like what am i doing with my life like why why yeah. do i need to know this stuff yeah. um so yeah it's been it's been a pretty crazy journey with it all but we're going to dive into that a little bit later but i want to start with this um your business and stuff um yeah i just i just find it really interesting that you've taken away that traditional way a method of um accounting and stuff i've talked to people about um and I th- i'm actually sort of sort of seeing a bit of a change in it now is the um real estate and you know it's always been very traditional and i now see people kind of changing it up and it's like fuck real estate's such an opportunity to be quite new with social media and yeah. make it real cool housing's cool and i think that's cool that you've done that with um, your business in terms of like if I was a client and I came to you um, to your business for help uh, what sort of services do you do like how would you help me grow and, and things yeah. like that so usually like right from the start so one of our main hacks has been always trying to figure out what your clients goals are yeah because if if they can get clear on those and you can help them get there and yeah. get there faster like they'll basically pay whatever yeah, so that's yeah, been yeah. like a little bit of a, a big realization for me is just trying to understand what people are actually trying to achieve. Yeah. And I had a call this morning with a prospective client and basically he was like, mate, we're just happy drifting. We're making good money. We just want to improve our systems and stuff. Um, we don't really have a vision. Uh, that's, that's not our thing. And I was like, mate, I'm going to be honest. Like you won't be a fit no, for throughout. Us. Yeah. Cause yeah. all of our clients are like going places are aspirational. Driven. They're trying to grow. They're trying to be yeah. better people. They're trying to do. Uh, better things in their communities yeah. for their families uh, improve their financial situation and stuff so we do we just work like a lot closer with our clients we don't want heaps of clients we just want like good people doing good things and then introduce them to the right people to help them grow and challenge them and uh, the big thing for most business owners is you're like so stuck in doing what you're doing mm. that you don't really get like out and above it to look down and be like hey why am I doing that mm-hmm. um, and one of the cool things like especially working with younger business owners um, and you know I'm still pretty young myself but what's real evident is they stay the same person they were on day one mm. and they have to learn how to stop being that person because they'll, they might get to year five and make like a profit every year and actually have a successful business and they're like oh I'm still small like oh, I'm just this young girl from this town and mm. um, you know I, oh, I, don't, I don't really know about that stuff and they like, almost like talk themselves out of success right. so a lot of the work we end up doing is like around mindset and yeah. um, you know actually where do you want to go and then what what things are you missing that you're going to need to actually be able to get there yeah. so that when you get there you're not like I got here too quickly and then you shit the bed so that's like a lot of self-development then yeah yeah just growing yourself and yeah yeah that's geez that's interesting what what about like tax wise like obviously yeah, being yeah. an accountant there's a lot of little things that like you just mentioned um is there other little kind of tricks or i guess yeah um i guess things that people should know or don't know well i guess for people like listening to this you know if you're thinking about setting up a side hustle for instance yeah uh or a business like 
you got a massive unfair advantage to when you're in employment and that heaps of your expenses are tax deductible expenses. Yeah. So say like this equipment, for instance, yeah. um, and that notebook, for instance, that becomes a tax deductible expense because yeah. you need that in order to be able to do your business and yeah. to generate revenue. Yeah. So usually, like loosely, if if you're if you can tie like an expense with an ability to derive income, yeah. then it it could be tax deductible. Yeah. So to paint the picture, say you uh, have a full-time job and you set up a podcast because it's just a bit of fun for you. Mm. Well, you pay, so you get your salary and then you've paid tax on your salary. You'd be paying for all your equipment and that after yeah. um, tax income, you'd be, yeah. uh, your money, you'd be paying for it out of that. Yeah. If you were you know, starting a podcast and trying to get some sponsors on board to generate some revenue yeah. and you were using it to grow um, you know, your accounting business like Phil and I, for instance, and yeah. all of a sudden my roadcaster becomes a tax deductible expense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, my headsets, all of that stuff. So say we have a hundred dollars of sales, but then we had fifty dollars worth of expenses for podcasting equipment, then our profit's fifty dollars, so we're only paying tax on the fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of younger people don't understand like that advantage. Yeah. And and that's where now with with side hustles on the internet, it's so easy to kind of be able to generate up some form of income. Well, not easy, but you know it's doable to then allow you to claim some of those expenses for everyday things that you'd have in your life. As Does well. it need to be a balance with it, like around, um, you know, say like your net profit comes out at the end and it's at a negative or something because you're putting everything under an expense in the business. Is there, does there need to be a balance or does that not really matter, you think? Or Yeah, I mean, like, you don't want to be losing money anyway, yeah, ideally. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, sometimes businesses at the start, they will, mm. and then you'll carry those losses forward over time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can't really take the piss of your expenses and just start whacking through, you know, your yeah. home groceries and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's the, the beauty, you know, that's the beauty of, of having a good accountant that can help you understand some of that stuff and yeah. make sure you're claiming all the things you should be. Yeah, how important yeah. is having a good like? Because I've heard pretty much from every um, person I look up to in business, almost every single one says you need a good accountant. Yeah, straight away. Um, I don't know if you know Ben Francis, the guy that runs um, Gymshark. Have you yeah, seen yeah, him? yeah. Um, he's massive on it, eh? Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's a bloody beast, man. Like, yeah, I, I love watching his stuff. But a lot of people they get in trouble with their money uh, or taxes. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, I probably should have had you know someone on my side yeah. and like a lot of accountants how they've made money over time is actually just doing like the minimal mm. but doing heaps of it and not actually trying to stop and be like hey why are you doing this um you know we've just taken on some clients last week who now that i've got all their financial information <clears throat> excuse me like the first conversation we're having a big session at the end of this month sitting down for four hours and yeah. i'm just outright going to tell them like you're not making enough money yeah like this yeah. isn't working you know, what what's going on here basically yeah. because they're working for a whole year and then they're dropping out like a small profit yeah and sometimes you have to have those realistic conversations of like do you have a plan to make this work yeah. or be something or like what what is it what is this for you because yeah. Yeah. if you're only if you're taking all this risk and you know chewing in 60 hours a week and stuff but then taking away like eight grand for the year yeah you're yeah. like you know what's what's missing here what are yeah. we doing wrong um so, yeah, it's important, I think, to just have people challenging you and then actually making sure that you're not doing things the wrong way uh, or missing claiming some of the things that you can be and also staying on top of your tax. What's, what would be your, like, your main tips for someone like wanting to start a business straight away? Like, what would you tell them your top three things, I guess? All right, top three. One, I would say like, why, why? So yeah. like, get real clear on like, why you know, you want to do it because I think a lot of people, they just want to escape their job and they think I'm going to start a business to to escape yeah. that. But then you might get deeper into it and realize that you don't actually want to do it. Um, two, you have to understand that like it's going to be a grind yeah. and you just have to like suck it up and get stuck in. And the third thing, um, that's what I've been real big on lately with people ringing me asking the same sort of thing is that we we forget how long it took us to get to our point in our career. So say we have a uni degree, five years of work experience, there's five pay rises across that, we're getting paid 60, 70 grand. Yeah. And then you think, oh, I'm going to start a business. Well, unless it makes 70 grand, like I'm not going to do it. And you're yeah. like, well, hang on. It took you eight years, three years at uni and five years of work experience yeah, to get 70K. Yeah, like imagine what your life could look like if you put seven years into a business. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's like a massive light bulb for some people. They're like, oh, wow. I got to stop looking at this as like a one-year project and look at it as like a seven-year project. A good yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's it's 
there's a good way of looking at it, I think. Um, and I think definitely what people think is um, broadly getting into business, you're going to make a bunch of money. And like, yeah. it just doesn't work like this. Well, no. not, not straight away anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like probably like bonus bit would just be, you got to surround yourself with, you know, good people. Um, I good this, mentors, you reckon is, yeah, is important? Yeah, man. And just like, just know, like know who you are. So as an example, like I look back at my family and my, okay, I got two sets of parents effectively because my parents separated. Yeah. Um, neither of them, like they don't get business. Um, then my dad and then his wife, like they're all real supportive of me. Um, but then they, they haven't done business. And then my sister's just like, nah, leave me out of that. Not interested in that. Same with my brother. Yeah. Um, and then my grandparents. And I'm like, far out. Like I've somehow I've decided to like break the cycle almost or, or get into business. And then, but you can't, it's hard to then go and have convos with them and be like, Hey, I'm stuck with this. What should I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're going to, they're going to have ideas and opinions, but they might not necessarily actually have like the experience. So you've right. got to go dig out those people that have been through things before and be like, Hey, you know, this is what I'm striking with or this is my blind spot. You know, what, you know, what do you think I could do here? How do you think an average sort of person does it? Do they just reach out or you go on social media? Is it- yeah, man. Oh, LinkedIn, mate. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah. Bro, everyone talks about LinkedIn so yeah. like, highly. Yeah. Do you it, use it? I do, but not yeah. enough, I don't think. Yeah. Like, I think because I'm a bit older, like, yeah. so I'm like, might be in that category. Like, yeah. when TikTok came out and started blowing up, I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I don't want to clock another platform. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. I was fatigued, bro. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, Facebook, yeah. Facebook groups, Facebook pages across, like, multiple yeah. pages and Instagram and stuff. And then building our email list and I'm like oh man I know I need to be in this but I'm just yeah. like I just you know I just don't know if I've got the energy to do it yeah, yeah. Um, but and then LinkedIn I've been punching content on there for a long time a uh, number and number of years now writing articles and just posting thoughts and stuff but it's it's unfair where it gives you like a direct inbox to anyone in this country that's successful effectively and if you keep bashing them and the thing that I found is like successful people they always want to help other people that are hungry yeah yeah, yeah. and so yeah, you can just bang, you know, drop them a bit of audio, just stand out in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just, you know, I I got um, my business partner loves Rob Fife, who is the CEO of Air New Zealand. Oh, all right, yeah. And and I was like, mate, like, stop going on about him. I'm like, I'm going to find him and I'm going to jack us up like a coffee or something. Yeah. And I bumped into him coming out of Les Mills and I was like in a rush for this meeting and I bumped into the student. I was like, oh, sorry, mate, and then keep going. I was like, oh, shit, like my brain kicked in. I was like, that's Rob Fife. And I'm like, sack up, like, turn around. I was like, oh, Rob. And he, like, turns around, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, mate, um, gave him the sales pitch. My business partner loves you. <laughs> and he's like, okay, mate, message me on LinkedIn, you know, and, and then I'll sort it out with my PA. So I dropped them the message. Then, you know, like, I, then I emailed, no reply to the email. And then um, he'd replied to the message. So I knew where it was legit. Like, he wasn't yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's a stalker again. Yeah. <laughs> um, second email, he copies in, um, copies in his PA and was like, hey, find a time for Luke and his business partner. And sat down with him for about an hour, hour and a half, hour 45, I think, in the end of it. How was that? Yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, it was What'd cool. What did you talk like, about? Like, um, just like, just his, just got his thoughts on like leadership and, um, just things that he's seen. There's just, yeah, like one of the biggest takeaways that I thought was awesome was he talks about, um, the power of storytelling and, and that's what we're all doing now, right? Yeah. And like Gary Vee's big on it, for instance, like every, everything's a story mm. and how he would use stories from within, uh, in New Zealand to level up everybody else. So mm. there's a story where, um, I think like a, a pilot, was holding this lady's baby so that she could um, get all ready and get in the seat and stuff. And then she wrote a letter to say, like, thank you so much. You know, like, your pilot is, um, you know, he, he could just be like, oh, yeah, that's not my job. That's for the cabin crew to sort. But yeah, yeah. he was happy to hold my baby and get us all sorted. So use stories like that to then retell to the entire staff so they're like, okay, like, that's how I'm supposed to act. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's something that I was doing with, like, the BGP community, for instance, whenever there was like one of our values is community so whenever there is someone within the community like doing something for someone else we try and take that and be like hey this is like this is what community means so um, one of the boys went and visited and took a guy who was really sick in a hospital like a big hamper and stuff they didn't even know each other they just sort of heard um, that you know that one guy was sick and he's like oh I've seen his name in that Facebook group before maybe I'll just turn up to the hospital yeah and so yeah heaps of cool stuff like that so it was cool to see like some of the things that I was doing, but just thinking like, oh, maybe this is just, you know, something I've kind of grabbed onto somewhere. 
that you know like a, one of the biggest businesses in New yeah, Zealand he's using it yeah how, how um you're obviously big on community like how did you grow or what do you think your key elements to the growing your community is you mentioned Gary Vee there I'm a massive advocate of Gary Vee as well yeah. are, you, are you big on him or? yeah I had no idea who he was bro and um I was starting to put like stuff on my snapchat mm. when I was starting in business and just I just wanted people to see like how hard it was in the early grind of school rebates yeah. and, and for my mates that were like oh mate because I noticed that when you started business people are like oh bro you must be killing it you've got your business oh you can yeah. shout because you've got a business and you're like hang yeah. on like yeah. what yeah. <laughs> and so I was trying to show people how hard it was and someone messaged me and was like mate you remind me of Gary Via and I was like Who, who's yeah. that and then oh, I searched yeah. him and he's just like swearing his head off I think it's the video of him in front of the dumpster and oh. he's just talking about trolls and stuff on social media and it's just yeah. like um, just rips them out. It's one of my best Gary Vee videos. Sometimes I like reply, like send if they've been a hater or whatever. I'll just like reply with that video and be like, oh, oh you yeah. should watch this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, this guy's awesome. And then I don't know how many hours of his content I would have um, oh, devoured now, but you know, like a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the things that he taught, I um, yeah have sort of used with BGP and whatnot. And um, yeah, it's been. I got to meet him when I went to. He was speaking in an no. event, so had a BGP hat, and I was just like, "Mate, we just won. We won a media award in um in the horse racing space. So for all the digital content and stuff we've been doing, and I think the traditionalists in horse racing were like." the fuck it's a facebook group this is not a media company they shouldn't be winning this this isn't media yeah and we we're like we should have won this three years ago <laughs> yeah like and so i said that to gary v when i when i met him really you know briefly over 30 seconds it's just like mate you know i've like followed the process of what you suggest and did you get a photo of it yeah yeah send me that photo i want to chuck that out all right mate i'll take it out bro that's mean but it, yeah i get back to your sorry your question like positivity something we're massive on like no yeah. dickheads like no because it's like you know gambling for instance or tipping a horse and stuff everyone has an opinion opinion and if you get it wrong we're like this isn't a place to come back and be like oh you know you don't know anything you yeah, idiot like yeah, yeah. you know if you don't if you're not prepared to lose then don't back it so don't bring your negativity in here like yeah. you're gone yeah yeah that's good what did you see that sign when you just came in yeah love that. yeah <laughs> um what what's like the craziest story story or stories that you've had with um bgp at the moment like yeah you would have had some big ones or something i think i've seen you guys on the news a couple times yeah so. um in terms of big wins, oh, we had we got we were doing this punters club over like eight weeks in the yep. spring a couple of years ago, and we got down to the last twenty grand, and we'd sort of started with about seventy five, and um, I found this horse that was running on a Wednesday, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this thing should should definitely place, and the tab were offering um, back to fourth, so if it run in the top four, you got paid, and so you doubled your money. So I'm like, should we lump the twenty grand on? And I was like, well, like we might as well have a go here. Like I couldn't. I was like, if it's good enough to run top four, like you yeah. know, maybe we should just have a crack at it to win. So we whacked ten grand each way on this horse, paying fives and twos, um, and it ended up like closing up a lot shorter. So that's more money's going on it, three dollars something. And yeah, it uh, it got up and won. And the commentator, oh. like everyone was in on it because I posted into the Facebook group and had like, you know, 600 likes or something. I was like, bro, look at this dude. He's just put t- like 10 grand each way on this horse. But it was, you know, everyone's money. Yeah. yeah everyone's yeah. just like, yeah, mean bet, loving this. And so everyone was kind of like stopping to watch it. The commentators knew it was happening. The jockey knew that like, you know, he, oh, we had shit, 10 grand. No like way. everyone was kind of in on it as such. Oh. Um, and so. Yeah, the commentator was like, um, oh, true enough wins and the boys get paid. And so we've sort of clipped that out as a bit of a <laughs> that is out the piece game. of content. And then the the jockey's getting interviewed and he's like, oh, Kimmy's will be, you know, he would have to shout me dinner after that ride or something. Oh, and fuck, just, it's cool. It's just cool, bro. Like those kind of moments, like it brings everyone like back together yeah, and excited yeah. and stuff. And um, my probably my favorite BGP story is um, we, we were we decided we were going to try and stream for the whole day from the pub and just get on the beers and just yeah. like talk about racing yeah. um, and, and like watch, have the racing in the background at a pub. People could just come in and have a beer if they wanted, stay for as long as they wanted. And anyway, we're live and we're talking, like we just had an iPad set up. It was that amateur and three of us yarning and this, this uh, older dude rolls in and just, um, just like stands there at the table and he's like, hi Luke. And I'm like, oh, hey, hey mate. I'm like, like we're, we're live and he's just like yeah okay like he had no idea what i was talking about like we're live yeah. um and he's like oh how are you getting on and i'm like mate can we uh can we you know like do this in a couple of minutes uh, i'm like we're just we're live on facebook here and he's like oh okay so it like goes off gets a beer 
and he'd read about BGP in the paper. Yeah. And he used to go to the races with his best mate and his best mate died. And he's like, oh, like I thought maybe I could start coming to the races with you boys. And we're like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, mate, no worries. So oh. we call him BGP granddad. And <laughs> yeah, and he just like, he's come to like the golf day, cooks the barbecue at the golf day, like a couple of years in a row. Cool. And um, came over to Melbourne for a trip with us. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, he's just kind of like, everyone's kind of adopted him as like, the 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 granddad of the group that's um, i think that's a bit of a testament to you and um who you are that that your you know coolest story to do with bgp is something like t- community based I yeah think that's cool yeah no it was cool man so i and like i love telling that story because i think people then realize oh, it's not just about beers and bets you know yeah, sort of yeah. thing like it there is more to it as well how'd you yeah. get into horse racing like I think, well, I think as well why that story is like big for me is that both my granddads were into horse racing and I right. think that's where I like picked it up subliminally, yep. maybe, yeah, you know, yeah, with them yeah, having yeah. trackside on and stuff. But, um, it definitely wasn't like in the family or anything like that. It was yeah. just, you know, we turned 18, you know, you start thinking you're invincible, get a few beers, a betting account, and you're like, wow, you know, you can make some money doing this. Yeah, and then yeah. you realize like, oh, actually, that's really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, bro, you, you made a bit of a post on your next advisory recently. Um, it was just keen for you to sort of run through it. That $100,000, if you're earning $100,000, you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Quite recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like, if that's enough to live and how yeah. much and how happy you are with it after tax and all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You just want to break it down? So if you're on $100,000 a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so oh, I forgot to mention at the start. So I have, uh, like, one of the other things I'm passionate about is financial literacy and just helping people learn more yeah. about money. Uh, so I've got a project called Keep the Change. Um, plug for that, keepthechange.co.nz. So it's just <laughs> like a, I start, in lockdown started writing a Friday email for people to learn, like, and just think about money differently and learn something through some of the things that I've, I guess, unfairly learned through being a chartered accountant. That's cool. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, it's all good to work with business owners all the time, but then, like, if we keep leaving just the everyday people behind, I'm like, well... How are we actually going to close the gap or empower people to so learn? There's a free more? email to sign yeah. up to. Oh, yeah. I'm on that. So just so it just goes out every Friday, and so there's like 65 weeks now, and I do like a audio version of it as well. But anyway, what I did is two weeks. I did uh, the average income in New Zealand at that time when I wrote it was about 52 grand. Mm. So what I did is I stripped off like the tax, stripped off KiwiSaver to show people how much they have, um, yep. you know, after tax, and then then I got people thinking about okay. You've got to, you know, you've got to live somewhere. You've got to eat. Here's all your expenses, yeah. and just to get people thinking, like, actually, is that enough money? Uh, and then the next week, I did what does a hundred thousand dollars look like? Because that's a one in nine, yeah, one in nine income, I think, in New Zealand. Yeah, so one in nine people earn over a hundred grand. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So then, just showing people, like, okay, what you end up left with, because why I did that is when I was becoming like sort of moving my way up through the accounting ranks i thought okay if i can just get to a hundred grand income in new zealand by 30 like i've clocked it like i've you know i've nailed life yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. but i didn't realize that as you earn more you just keep spending more like you find other things and yeah. you just you're like yo i got the same amount of money when i get paid 80k as when i get paid at like 50k yeah, yeah, what's right. happening here yeah, yeah, yeah. and so your life kind of creeps with it and so i just trying to get some people to realize like okay if they do want to make quite a bit of money if that's what drives them then that's okay but you know what's the vehicle you're going to get in to help you get there and the sooner that you kind of you realize that and go okay like am I being honest about how much money I can actually make in this job or in this industry then you get to either put the foot down or be like I need to get out of this one and I need to get into a different vehicle and I think that's why so many younger people now gravitate towards real estate because they're like oh holy shit money fast yeah yeah which you got to be careful of that too because, yeah. you know, things that come quick end up pretty dangerous as well. Exactly. Well, that's real estate's pretty um, pretty hit and miss, eh? Like, yeah. Even the fact that you're not on a salary or you're not on anything. I guess that just is very relatable to run, like running your own business, eh? Mm. Um, what's, some, what's some good businesses or talented businesses that or business that you think you've worked with recently that you're like, oh, new on the game but are yeah. really killing it or um, do well? We got a wicked client called uh, Mustache, and they do the cookies. So Mustache cookies. Okay. Yeah. And it's a girl called Deanna, well, a lady, um, and she she'd probably call herself a girl. Um, 
she just had a vision she just had on a bucket list she was like one day i want to have a cookie store yeah and now she's got three stores an online store and hires over 35 people oh wow and i'm like that's the power you know of of a vision and that's why i think we need so many more people to actually sit down and be like what the fuck do i want from my life yeah and then have a crack at going after it because you know for her that's the idea and the vision that's how it all started and now she's employing tens of people in new zealand so and we always try and support our clients where we can so like last week well on the weekend said to a bunch of flowers we've got a client called wild poppies um mm. one of the biggest forests in new zealand so yeah use them for instance and just a lot of them are using social media and social media well and yeah. and, and deanna from mustache for instance she's like front to camera ta- yeah. taking people through the journey the whole time yeah. um and like real vocal on just things that are important to her doesn't care if if people don't really resonate with that, she's just like, well, this is my truth, you know? Yeah. If yeah. it's going to lose me some sales, it is what it is. So yeah, you've got to respect yeah, yeah. that. What's yeah. your What's your opinion on, because I'm massive on it as well, is that um, putting your face to your brand and, well, yeah, well, what's your opinion on it? Yeah. Um, Do you teach that a lot with your clients? Like, yeah. their social media strategy, I guess? Yeah, especially, like, it I can kind of depends who wants to be the brand yeah like some people just don't have it in them yeah and so i don't think it's a good idea for those people so like mm. gary v says you know you pick, yeah pick the way that you communicate and, and be good at that yeah and not try and force yourself to be something you're not yeah um, but people love doing business with people yeah. and so yeah that's why i think it's it's so important to do and you know we've got this wicked ability through social media now to actually be able to show people we're genuine yeah. you know who we are what we're up to yeah. and yeah people seem to you know they resonate with that now and people yeah. sit there for hours watching other people's stories so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it, it obviously works yeah for sure and like story storytelling the art of storytelling like it just goes way back eh? like yeah we're, all our ancestors were, were telling stories i mean I, I um talked about this last week like you even think back to like when we were little kids like our parents read us books and things yeah. like we just we just get really attached to stories as humans i think and yeah it's it's almost a um it's it's almost like an untalked it's not talked about enough that how powerful creating your own little story is for people to kind of like feel a part of because it's almost like they feel more inclined to support you in that way once they feel part yeah. of your journey yeah definitely if you can tell people like articulate well like what you're trying to achieve yeah and i think people are keen to get in behind that as well because they're like oh i can see what this dude or this yeah, girl's yeah. doing here like that's mean and then they tell your story for you to other people yeah and it's definitely an art eh? you're right like mm. you, if you're not sort of comfortable it's not your sort of field you find other ways like he talks about writing and if you're a writer then yeah. use blogs or yeah um, that sort of thing now what about like you, you started a podcast too eh? so you've you've had that for a wee while yeah so uh phil and i've done a next advisory podcast we've yep. done like 135 episodes wow. i think yeah. yeah and what we did bro is we decided like because it was working well actually we're kind of at the point where we're like is this working is this a good use of our time yeah and i knew through doing social media for years now and just like understanding the slow burn of content i'm like mate like we just to my business partner i'm like we need to put our foot down and just go two a day and i was like here's the two reasons why one other accountants will come to it and they'll be like oh holy shit these two boys have done oh two a week sorry sorry oh, two, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, two a week and i was like other accountants will come to it and they'll be like wow these boys have done like yeah. this many we need to be doing this and i'm like they'll suck at it and it'll distract them so they'll underservice their clients so like <laughs> right. they're gonna lose that way yeah, yeah. or secondly they'll come and be like oh these boys have done like 80 what's the point of us starting now yeah, yeah. and interestingly like some of the other accountants that i get on really well with they're like oh mate do you mind if we send like your podcast to our clients because they don't want to do a podcast but wow, they're like you explain yeah. that topic really well yeah yeah and so i'm like yeah mate so it's funny like who's using it but um yeah that's we've done all that and then we've done like did a lot of bgp um content and last year we got into a bit of live radio as well so yeah. well just live streaming the podcast but we have our own app and so you could go in there and tune into uh race previews and stuff like that you, what, you have your own app yeah yeah oh wow yeah. four boys get paid yeah oh i didn't know that yeah it's about i think well last time i saw it was sort of about seventeen thousand people have it on their phone oh, so geez. yeah <laughs> well we needed a better way to get all the information out there like yeah. faster when facebook started throttling the um right. you know, like the reach and stuff yeah how'd you go about that like how'd you go about it's a scary process bro yeah um we we put it out there and we're like like because often people were saying oh you know uh, you guys should get an app and so 
But we, I had no idea where to start, never built an app. Yep. So we just put it out to the community, like, hey, think about building an app. You know, does anyone know how the fuck that works, basically? Yeah, yeah. And these dudes were like, hey, come in, um, we'll shout your beer, and we build some pretty grunty apps. We'll just tell you, like, what to look out for. And they are so giving of their time. And, and then Ben and I, my mate, who's pretty, um, like, part of, like, the admin for BGP, we're just in there just like, this is, you know, what we love, this is what we want to do. And I think like our energy, they were just like, fuck, we didn't come here to suggest that we could build this. We just came here to tell you lads like what to keep an eye out on. But they were like, we, we kind of want to do this project for you now. Oh, that's fucking cool. And so they, they priced us up a quote and, um, I can't really say like how much it was because they did look after us, but it was nearly as much as like my whole salary for a year when I was back <laughs> in my accounting job. And I'm like, fuck it. We're doing it. And, and, and Ben's like, Bro, where are we gonna get that amount of money from? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man, but like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so, so literally, it was probably one of those times, man, where I'd watched heaps of content about just like committing and figuring it out as you go. Yeah. And it was just like, this feels like the biggest deep end I can jump into at the moment. Like, let's roll. And so, holy So shit. I just said, yep, yeah, we can build it. And truth be told, man, we probably had like, oh, a fifth, if we're lucky, of the money at that time when I yeah. said, yep, yeah, we can do this. So I said to them, hey um we want to do this but can we space the payments out over five months as my first strategy like my first thing and they're like yep yep and i was like boom i got five months i'm like we good here so i'm like right (laughs) now i don't need to figure this out in 30 days i need to figure it out in five months so yeah um five months later bro i think we paid it off in four months we didn't even need the whole five months so yeah got some funding um did like a bit of a raise through our community of of people we built like a supporters membership yeah. and people could chip some cash in and so it's mostly people that have been in the group for free for yeah. years and we're like mean if this means we're going to get an app like yeah here you go nice yeah and so yeah the money just started trickling in and that's one of the things that i've had to learn like i come from part of that, that keep the change project is like i came from like probably like a scarcity mindset like a small town kind of yeah. you know 100 grand is like a huge amount of money yeah. and all that sort of stuff and so i've had to learn like that's just stuff that i've learned like falsely through some of my upbringing and just things that i was reading right, and so i've yeah. kind of had to swap some of that stuff out but then actually like test myself and be like you know um commit to a 50 to 80 100 grand app over yeah. time yeah. um and yeah, it's it gives you a lot of confidence, bro, when you when you like do something and don't know how you're gonna do it, and then you do it and you look back and you're like, holy shit, you know. This gives everything, and when it comes to business, eh? and obviously, yeah. you know, you know that from punting too. Like, <laughs> um, but it's true, like you have to take risks. Like you can't just sort of float by and expect to kill it. Like nah. it's things. There's moments that come where you're just like, fuck, I got to put everything on the line and hope yeah. that it works. Yeah, just find a way. And the thing is, man, we usually find a way. Yeah, like humans are unbelievable at finding a way to survive. Yeah, and yeah. and finding a way to get through things. It's like it's what we're made to do. So yeah. you know, sometimes you just have to have a crack. Bro, you keep talking about um, consuming content and stuff. You must be massive on like self development and that, like yeah, and and growing yourself as a person. Yeah, we, uh, I'm from this conversation. I'm just picturing you going home after this and just sitting there, <laughs> consuming as much as you fucking possibly can. Yeah, yeah right. It's probably a bit unhealthy sometimes. <laughs> um, oh man, I don't know where it started. I, I've always kind of like had a desire to just be better and just like you know, I don't know. Just I just just feel this like potential inside myself. And then yeah. I think YouTube came along and I started watching. Um, like there's a dude called Greg Plitt yep. who he was massive in content in the gym space like rigged to shit like ridiculous probably about 0.5% body fat oh, and he was like the OG guy throwing out content real inspirational like just thinking real differently to how I used to think and uh, he got hit by a train bro recording a, um, recording a piece of content and yeah it's just always stuck with me because I'm like man like if he it would be so sick to see where he is now yeah because this was before the whole gym thing was blowing up and this dude was just throwing out content but like it wasn't oh look you know here's how to get a six pack it was like here's how to get your shit together yeah. um and also you know fitness is a massive part of that so i think oh, yeah, i was like loving watching him and then once i got introduced to gary v yeah. uh, but i used to watch all these kind of like motivational like taking risk type videos it would yeah. jack you up and stuff and then i'd just get into the gym and like listen to that instead of listening to music and oh, for hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and i've just kind of continued on with it so and then yeah the hack for people that i've learned is youtube double speed or even spotify double speed 
Um, I found that a couple of years ago and was like, shit, my brain can still process information at that speed. I'm like, me, now I can get yeah, double the content. Yeah, that's interesting, eh? Like just chucking it on the 1.5 or 2, eh? And it yeah. just like kind of, you kind of rip through it twice as far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bro, we got, we got quite a few questions here for you. Sorry, um, mate. How are you for time? 12.52. Oh, yeah. What time do we need to get out About of here? eight minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah sweet. What's it? You need to something? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was worried that uh, I was just ranting too. No, long. no, no. Yeah. You're all good, bro. You're all good. Um, we'll just pick off the best ones here so the first one is um, what's your advice on hiring staff um, when I'm not sure if I can afford it yet or not yeah um, that's a tricky one I think you really got to figure out like what things you don't want to be doing and yep. then kind of like what I said before with the app try and figure out like, is there a way yep. so if you can use a contractor to get a bit of time back yep. um, yeah yeah uh, it's unbelievable when you get time back what you can then do with that time to then generate more money or become more productive yeah yeah and then if you know you've got expenses then you'll usually like you'll you'll do something to ensure that you get the money yeah, to yeah, get that yeah, sorted yeah 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 no i understand that so kind of making it like an expense to to run your business yeah sort of thing uh what your biggest upcoming tip but these guys aren't going to see it till wednesday so oh yeah horse racing wise yeah um do you have something after wednesday oh off the top of your head um there's a horse called entrevier who's going to australia and races for tiakau hard to pronounce entrevier i think it's called uh, what it is called i couldn't spell it um but it's going to australia it races in uh orange colors for tiakau and it should it should win a race in australia it might take a couple of starts to do it but on trivia yeah stick with that one keep an eye out okay um there's actually a screenshot here bro um that i want that i was sent about you on your linkedin that i wanted to read out as well um here we go (laughs) it's quite flattering so is it it's blowing smoke up your ass here shit luke calls himself an accountant luke is not an accountant luke is a value-adding machine who understands all things accounting i've had the pleasure of working with luke in various capacities uh, Luke is passionate about anything he sets his mind to. Luke is consistently focused on adding value to everyone he works with and for. I have no hesitation in recommending Luke both as an accountant and as a business advisor. If Luke agrees to work for you and he doesn't agree to work for everyone, as we just talked about, um, then be prepared for exponential growth. Hashtag five stars. Hashtag what's next. Wow. Hashtag value bombs. How good. Yeah, um, mate. Man, that's, that's just pretty clear and evident. Yeah what people think about you yeah it's cool man i think i'm just here to you know try and make people's lives better i think i yeah. think that's what drives me at the heart of it so if it's in business if it's you know just like this sort of stuff if it's um picking up the phone talking to a mate yeah. helping someone with their finances just yeah it's fulfilling for me i think that's where you find um the most happiness is when you find ha- like happiness and doing things for others rather than yourself yeah it's always a different sort of always say when you're feeling down like and i think i learned this one from grant cardone um like go and help someone so just yeah. help someone in the street like one thing that i still do now is if there's rubbish in the street just pick it up put it in the bin yeah nice. yeah and it's like a reminder for me of like never get too like big to be above yeah. shit like that because yeah. it you know you had to do it at school and if people are going to mess the streets up well then who's going to tidy it up so yeah, one yeah. piece of rubbish at a time nice bro uh and the last one here was at what point do you recommend a small business to get an accountant that's a that's a that's a ripper um oh back to that just quickly on that picking the rubbish up where it gets you in trouble though during the covid like the first lockdown yeah i'm like oh man there's coke cans on the ground like picking up these coke cans and my, and my missus is like what are you doing <laughs> like what are you doing you can't pick can't up strangers it. rubbish <laughs> oh really like peak covid i was like oh yeah whoops like and then she's like wash your hands what a world now eh, that <laughs> oh, we're no. living in at the moment the it fact that bizarre. that's even a thing yeah uh when to get an accountant man this is tricky i got two th- takes on this like one if you can afford it like when you can afford it um like get a good one around you yeah but i know what it's like to be hustling and scraping for every dollar at the start of business i would say like learn the basics and and if you've got an, a mate who's an accountant that will give you a point in the right direction to keep you like 95 percent clean mm. then try and like go until tax time before going hey i need to get this sorted yeah um which is risky advice because like you don't know what you don't know and what could go wrong but an account that doesn't like have your best interest at heart like it can just be like a money suck early yeah, on and, right, and yeah. often i'll say to people that are just starting from absolute scratch like nah just use that money on marketing or use it on product yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so finding the right accountant when yeah. you can afford it 
but only if you've got like a mate who you can lean on and get some answers because Google doesn't really work that well. Yeah, yeah. true. You right. interpret things wrong, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uncle Google, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> reverts to him. Yeah. Um, bro, thank you for your time. I appreciate you coming in, man, and sharing your story um, and taking out a bit of the time in your busy schedule. Um, because you're quite full on, eh? That's actually <laughs> one question from me to finish. I want to yeah. ask how you structure your days um, and weeks and stuff around, you know, a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to get better at it, bro. Um, like even, you know, moving into that apartment. Because yeah. I, I come from Howard to Auckland. I used to go home at lunch, take me three minutes. I come to Auckland, first drive to work, 40 minutes. Yeah. By Thursday, man, I'm crying. I'm a broken yeah. boy. I'm like, what the fuck is this place about? <laughs> i got to pay to park to go to work. And it takes me 40 minutes to get there. <laughs> this is wrong. And so I was like a broken man in Auckland. And I've learned that if the more I travel and the more I get in like frustrated, like that's one thing that can really mess with me like my yeah. state and so i try and be like real protective of my time now and so yeah. that's part of getting an apartment close to the gym i'm like that's one place i go to just about every day yeah. so then i should probably live closest to that yeah um, but structure you've just got to figure out like what works for you and then like play with it and see what brings more time back into your day like i just started ordering um pre pre-made gym meals as well right because yeah. i'm just chewing too much time cooking and i might yeah this is not a good use of my time nice, yeah. um so just being willing to spend some money on things that'll bring your time back once you start realizing like how valuable you can be yeah nice yeah. um but yeah like clean routine gym like you've got to look after yourself um put like positive stuff in your ears like i always say to people as an exercise like go through your social media every now and then bin three people that don't bring you up and then follow replace it with three people that you actually are nice, going to be inspired by yeah. yeah because like we can drink and do bad shit and impact our bodies that way, but we can also do that to our heads by just consuming the wrong stuff. And, you know, you say thanks for coming in, but at the same time, bro, it's like thanks for what you're doing because you never know who you're going to inspire mm. to be like, right, I'm going to go and change my life for the better. And that's yeah. the best thing about this sort of thing is that eventually people come back to you and they're like, mate, I went and did this because of mm. what you said and you're like, holy fuck, that was yeah, just a yeah. seed that you planted for them yeah. and then poof, you know, and then you never know what they're going to go on to yeah. encourage other people to do as well. Well, you actually stole the words out of my mouth there. because Sorry, <laughs> I got like, your notes, man. Because <laughs> honestly, like I do actually say this to my guests, like you don't realise the effect that you have on people. You probably do actually because you have a podcast. So, But um, a lot of my guests, like, they don't really realise the effect that this may have on someone. Mm. Um, you know, someone's just sitting there one day, they flick on your podcast and they hear you talking. Um, and it inspires them to start something that they've always wanted to start or gives them that push. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you just talked about how precious your time is and you took out an hour or two today to come on, jump on and share your story um, for nothing really in return other than good being mate. a good person and people say, I appreciate your time, bro. I appreciate no you coming in. It was awesome to meet you. Um, we, I think we're moving up to Auckland soon. So Me. I'd be definitely keen to um, link up again at some point or yeah, even come and have a look at that new Flash office. Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, come in there. Sweet. Thanks, awesome. bro. Thanks, Thanks for having me.